Hi, my name is Jordan, and you are listening to the Great Light Studios podcast. All the episodes you will hear on this podcast are the audio versions of the video content that you can find on the Great Light Studios YouTube channel. If you would like to help support myself and Great Light Studios in continuing to produce this content, there's a few ways that you can do that. You can find information about how to do that in the show notes of this episode. There you will also find links to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and also contact information if you want to reach out. If you enjoy this content or benefit from it, would you consider leaving a five-star review on this podcast? Positive reviews go a long way in helping to get this content pushed out to more people. With all that said, thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. In this video, I want to ask the question, what, what is the commandment of God? Wouldn't it be nice with all these claims that the WMSCOG makes, with all these accusations they throw at not only myself, but just other, every other Christian, every other denomination, every other pastor, teacher, or church, they'll throw these accusations at them saying, hey, we're the only ones who are truly obeying God. Every other church has gone astray and is disobeying God's commands. Wouldn't it be nice if there was a simple verse in the Bible, in the New Testament, where it was just really brought... Uh, uh, clarity and simplicity to what is the commandment of God? What what does God actually want? What is the ultimate thing he really wants to accomplish and achieve in people? What What is the ultimate thing that he's looking for when it comes to obedience to him? And so that's what I want to talk about in this video. Well, welcome back to another video, guys. If this information is helpful, I do ask that you comment on the video, like, subscribe if you're new to the channel. All those things always go a long way in helping to push the videos out to more people, uh, which helps me to grow the channel, which helps me to keep making videos like this. Um, so I've just kind of had it on my mind lately to, you know, I talked in the last video about the, the WMSCOG and their accusations about us not keeping the commands of God. And so that's just something that I think is, I really wanna kind of help to point out some of the hypocrisy that goes on when those accusations are thrown at myself and then just all of Christianity in general, you know, cause it's not just me that the WMSCOG or, or other people supporting this channel that, you know, ultimately is being accused or, or condemned when WMSCOG makes statements like that. But it, it's really just this broad brush that you know, in the in the WMSCOG's doctrine, really the foundation of their doctrine is built upon this belief system, this teaching, this doctrine that all of Christianity has gone astray. That that every church, every pastor, every other group besides them is basically following Satan and not obeying God because they're not you know doing they're not following in line with with the the beliefs they have about things like Passover and Sabbath in the way that they think they should. So. Again, wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if there's a simple verse in the Bible that kind of brings clarity? Like, what what is it that God is really after? What does God really care about? Does God really care so much? Is He so, um, you know, at the end of the day, is somebody's um, somebody's relationship with God is what it's dependent on? What God is really pleased with? Uh, whether or not somebody is is doing this outward. Um, activity of keeping certain festivals throughout the year or, or going to church all day on, on Saturdays. Is that really, 
is that really what God puts uh, as the most important, um, uh, most central thing that determines whether or not somebody is walking in obedience? Well, I don't think that's the case. And, and it would be so nice if there's a Bible verse uh, that would just kind of make it all clear uh, what God's commands really are, what really matters to him. And it just so happens that there is. And, and actually, you know, there's several that we could look at, but today I just want to look at just this one. I think I've mentioned this in the past in different videos, but I've never really uh, emphasized it in just one video. So that's just what I, I want to do that real quick. So this is in 1 John chapter 3, um, and in 22, let's start at 21, says, Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence before God, and whatever we ask, we receive from him because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. Okay, so here we see John is talking about this idea of keeping God's commands. Again, the saying that WMSCOG members will emphasize so much and accuse people like myself of not doing, doing what is pleasing to God. Okay, so if we want to settle this issue, we need to know what is pleasing to God, what are God's commandments. And it sounds like John in, in this in this epistle in chapter three is, is going to talk about that. He's going to bring some clarity about that. So he says, we if we ask what we receive it from God because we're keeping his command, commandments and we're doing what is pleasing to him. Verse 23, and here it is. Here's that clarifying verse that brings clarity to what it is that is pleasing to God. And this is his commandment. This is a question we're all asking. What is the commandment of God? This is what all this debate is about. Is God's ultimate commandment to keep Passover and Sabbath? Is that really at the core of the new covenant? Uh, uh, is that really at the core of what obedience looks like to Jesus under the, the new covenant? And this is his commandment. He's going to answer it. Here it is. That we believe in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another just as he has commanded us. Period. <laughs> This is his commandment. Okay, so if if we went up to John and said, hey, John, you who wrote this passage of the Bible that, that most of us think is inspired by God, that it has something to say to us that is truthful about what uh, obedience to God's commands really look like. If we went up to him and said, hey, John, what, what are God's commandments? I want to know. I have these, these members of this church over here called the World Mission Society Church of God that are telling me that God's commandments are keeping the Passover and, and keeping Sabbath, which means staying in a church building all day and making sure I tithe, do my tithe, and I sit sit through these teachings and things like that. John, is that is that God's commandments? Could you, you know, you walk with Jesus, if, if that's the John that, that uh, wrote this epistle, you were a, a direct disciple of him. Um, is that what God's commandments are? What are his commandments? Can you tell me? And John would say, yes, this is, this is his commandment. Believe in, in the name of Jesus, believe in him, have, have, have a heart that trusts in him, and love one another. So <laughs> there's another verse here I'm going to find real quick that lines up with this. So in Galatians 5, 6, this is, I think, confirmed. And, and what John is saying here in 1 John, this emphasis John is putting on what the commandments of God are, this is confirmed by Paul in Galatians 5, 6, where he says, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. So, again, 
If I went up to the apostle Paul and said, hey, Paul, I have this church, these members of this church coming to me and saying, hey, if you want to be pleasing to God, what really counts, what really matters is that you're keeping Passover and that you're observing Sabbath. These are really the two main things. Is this true? Is this really what counts before God? Well, if we look at this verse in Galatians 5, 6, Paul would say, no, that's not the, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Does that sound familiar to you guys? Two things there, faith, trust, expressing itself in what? Love. Okay, let's go back. Does that sound familiar? First John. John, what are the commandments of God? Verse 23, John, 1 John 3, of uh, verse 23. And this is his commandment, that we believe in the name of, of his son, Jesus Christ, or faith, as Paul puts it, and love one another. So, as Paul says, what matters, what counts, what God is looking for, what God wants to do inside of people's hearts is to not make a bunch of drones who, who uh, sign up for, for this uh, you know, year-long activity of, of just outwardly, you know, adhering to different rules and regulations and uh, going to these, attending these festivals and, and sitting in a church building all day, um, while inwardly it's doing nothing inside in, 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 in the sense of changing a person's heart. What Paul's saying is that the only thing that counts, what, what God wants to achieve is to change the inside of us. Um, he wants not just the outside of the cup to be clean. He wants the inside to be clean. What God, what, what God wants more than anything, the only thing that counts, as Paul puts it, is that people have a trust, a faith in, in God. And ultimately, I think what this comes down to is that people are knowing and understanding and believing that there is a God who created us, that loves us, and that cares for us, that we can not have to live our lives in constant anxiety and dread, but we can put trust in him. And that faith, what it should do is, is bring us to this place, this inner sense of peace and rest, confidence, joy, that allows us, that energizes us to then love other people around us. So the only thing that counts is that we have faith that it's, that expresses itself through love. Okay. So I, I said, I know I said at the beginning, I just wanted to look at that one verse, but now that I'm talking, I'm having others pop into my head. And some of these, I know we've talked about before, but in John six, you see this again. So John six twenty eight, you have people coming up to Jesus and basically doing what I've been doing here, asking this question, what, what does God require? What is God's commands for us? What do we need to do be pleasing to God. So here in verse 28 of John 6, somebody comes right up to Jesus and they ask him this question directly. Then they inquired, what must we do to perform the works of God? Verse 29, Jesus replied, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So Jesus is even making it more simple. And I don't think that's because he's disagreeing with Paul and John who add to belief love. I think he, what, what the idea here is that when one does truly believe and have a, a real active faith in God and believes in the love that God has for 
us. When we, when we come to understand that and put faith in it, I think that what the Bible emphasizes and teaches is that it's going to naturally manifest itself in you having love and compassion for other people around you. Um, it, that's why it's called the fruit of the Spirit. Love is a fruit of the Spirit. It's not something that we have to focus on. And, you know, a tree doesn't have to focus on making fruit come out of its leaves. It's just when a tr- uh, uh, tree is healthy and its roots are going and attaching in, into the ground in the right way that they should be, then naturally, without any effort, it's going to naturally just produce fruit. So, And that's equivalent to how when our roots are uh, uh, placed in the right place, which would be, you know, a parallel of, of faith, when the, the, the roots of our faith are put in the right place, we're not going to have to try to effort to make, you know, to to make ourselves become loving people, but it's just going to be a natural outworking of our, our roots being placed in the right place and being healthy. And so that's why I think it says, uh, why Jesus just said, the work of God is this, to believe. Because God knows that when our faith is in the right place, when our roots are in the right place, it's going to naturally manifest itself in us producing the fruit of love, which is the second thing, the second thing that is most important. Um, so again, you have now, now we, we don't just have the John, we don't just have John here. We don't just have Paul. Now we have Jesus. Now we have the three of them. And, and now we have proof. We have evidence that if they were standing here before us, and if I walked up to each of them and said, Hey, again, John, I have this church here. I have these members coming onto my YouTube comments saying, hey, you're going to hell. You're following Satan because you're not doing X, Y, and Z. What, 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 is this right? You know, are they correct? What, what is it that God really wants me to do? What is it that God really, are really God's commands? What does John say? This is his command, that you believe in Jesus and that you love one another. And I go up to Paul. Paul. You know, I have these members saying that what God really wants me to be doing is X, Y, and Z. Is that true? Paul says, no. The only thing that counts, Galatians 5, 6, is faith expressing itself and through love. Now we go to Jesus. Hey, Jesus. And you have these people doing pretty much exactly what I'm doing here, coming up and saying, hey, Jesus, what, what must we be doing to be doing the works of God? Jesus says, this is the work of God that you believe. Okay, so I said at the beginning, didn't I, that how nice would it be if we could go to the Bible and just find, you know, find a verse or, or now a handful of verses that just make it clear, make it simple as to what God wants and requires and desires for people. What, what are the commandments of God? Well, now we have Paul, John, and Jesus giving a very straightforward, very plain, very clear answer. And let me ask you this. What do these verses say about what the commands of God are? Is there in any of these places, whenever these these three, uh, Jesus, Paul, and John, as they are explaining in very simple, straightforward terms what it looks like to please God, what God's commands are, is there a mention of Passover? Is there a mention of any of the feasts? Is there a mention of Sabbath observance? Is there a mention of tithing? All these these things that the WMSOG emphasizes above everything else. Okay, like and even for the sake of this video, 
uh, I'm not even trying to argue here that those things aren't important. I'm not trying to argue that you shouldn't do those things. What I'm, what I'm asking is, are those things that Jesus emphasized or Paul or John emphasized here as the most important things? Did Jesus, Paul, or John emphasize those things as, as being the essence of what God's commands are all about? Well, obviously, no. He, he, none of them did. Um, but each one, what they did very clearly emphasize is faith that I think, um, you know, Jesus doesn't mention it, but I think it's assumed that ultimately that faith um, would manifest itself in love. Those are the, the two things. Those are the things that God values. And I think if we are doing those two things, um, that, that makes us um, those who are walking living as children of God. And isn't that going back to the last video, isn't that exactly what in the parable of the sheep and the goats, isn't that exactly what the sheep were doing? Weren't they living as those who, you know, they might not have been keeping all of these different rules and regulations of the law, but Jesus looked at them and he saw people who had love and compassion in their hearts for other people. And that's what I think it's obvious that in these these three verses we've read that God values. And that's what determined whether a sheep was a sheep and a goat was a goat, was not rituals or regulations they were following, but the activity of a person's heart. And specifically how people relate to those in need, to how people love those around them. So if we ask very simply, look to the Bible and ask what what is the commandments? Uh, what are the commandments of God? What must we be doing to be doing the will of God? What is it that really ultimately counts? I think we can look at these three verses and find a very simple, plain, straightforward answer that tells us that what really counts is, is faith that expresses itself in love. And again, no mention of things like Passover, uh, Sabbath, and, and these things that the WMSCOG constantly emphasizes. And so I think it's worth asking the question, why is it that the Bible over and over again, and, and this is just a very small sampling of verses like this, that I could, I could find hundreds more that, that convey the same idea, where an emphasis on faith and love is, 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 you know, there's an emphasis put on those things and a complete no mention of, of these other commands that the WMSCOG puts all their attention on. It's worth asking the question, and it's a fair question. Why is that the case? Why is it? that the writers of the Bible, the writers of the New Testament, saw it fitting to emphasize uh, things like faith and love, and even say things, like Paul said, that the only thing that counts is faith working itself out in love. If things like Passover observance and all these things that the WMSCOG emphasizes so much, if the WMSCOG is correct about those things, which, which they're not, their views of these things is skewed and messed up. And that's, again, a topic for another day. We've covered that before. And uh, I'd be happy to explain to you why they're not correct about those views. But if, if they were correct about those things, these verses I just read are incredibly misleading, incredibly deceptive. Because for, for us now, 2,000 years removed from when this is written, looking at this, and, and you know, if you're going to the Bible trying to find out what the will of God is, and you come across verses like this, it's, you know, it's not just one verse, it's, it's verse after verse that kind of say the same thing over and over and over again to where this, there's this sort of uh, uh, continuing theme in this case being made that, that makes it very 
clear that faith and love are what God is ultimately after. Um, so if the WMCOG is right, the Bible is very misleading and very deceptive, I'd even say, in, in that they did not mention things like Passover and, and keeping the, the, the feasts in the Old Testament uh, rules and regulations, as the WMSCOG says, we must keep. Um, and and this, this is just a lot like, you know, stuff I've talked about before in, in how if you look at the apostles preaching and their, you know, the message that they preached in, in the book of Acts, you know, again, this, the only record we have of what gospel message they preached over and over again, you see that every time they preach, they don't mention Passover as the way to salvation. They don't mention Sabbath keeping. Um, and so, again, it's, it's worth asking why. Why is that? Why is it that the Bible seems to emphasize these things that the WMSCOG does not emphasize? And why is it that the Bible does not emphasize the things that the WMSCOG does emphasize? So I would say this, if, if you're a member of the church or, or whoever you are, if you're wanting to know, is, is the church of God um, correct in their emphasis on these things, Passover and Sabbath and things like that? Are they correct about that? I would encourage you to go and look at verses like this. Go and look at 1 John 3, uh, 23. Look at Galatians 5, 6. Look at John 6, verse 28 and 29. And if you need more, tell me in the comments and I'll give you more. Look at those verses and ask yourself, can there maybe be something more to the story than what uh, the WMSCOG has been telling me? Is there maybe more to the story? Have they maybe gotten something wrong here about what God truly values most? And I think if you're honest, if you approach these texts um, with an open mind, with uh, without approaching them with the lenses of the WMSCOG doctrine that you've been taught. Um, if you would just take those off as you approach these verses, you'll see that the Bible and the New Testament over and over again tells a different story than the story that the WMSCOG tells. So yeah, that's all I have for this video. I hope that's helpful. I hope that makes sense. Um, let me know in the comments if this does make sense. If, if um, maybe if you have verses that you can think of in other places in the Bible that might kind of convey the same idea uh, in, in emphasizing things like faith and love and neglecting to emphasize the things that the WMSCOG focuses on so much. Um, yeah, and as always, appreciate those of you who comment, like the video, subscribe and all that. Again, it always um, helps out, helps to grow the channel, helps me to keep making these videos. So um, yeah, thanks for watching and I will see you all in the next video.